today. Everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. Well, his co-host is on the uh, sidelines. We're talking about Tony Clements, of course, but uh, time for the award-winning Bushbeat. And but uh, there, standing by, of course, is Rob Luck. Good morning, Rob. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Andrew, and of course uh, Tony Clements on the uh, on the sick list at the moment. So uh, welcome back to Bushbeat uh, on this fine <laughs> Tuesday. And uh, of course, uh, Andrew, the weekend and the weeks gone by with uh, both Derby Day. Cup Day and Champion Stakes Day have featured, of course, many of the Country Cups and the Stampede qualifiers that we're going to hear more of during the program. And, of course, uh, one of the key races in the Country Cup Stampede came in the Eastern Downs Country Cup out at Chinchilla on Saturday when Kiki Coco for Rochelle Rapira and Chris Taylor was a uh, strong winner. Yeah, I've got the replay right now. Racing this time, oh, beautiful start. They jumped as one. Salazar even jumped with them, but is restrained shortly after the start. But Minted sprung the bunny, and he's the early leader. Right here, right now, is up running second. He's normally a backmarker. He's put right into the race in the early stages. Findle's running third, and then he's home. Coins Road booting up on the inside, followed by Saffin and Bernie's Tiger doing some extra work. Uh, well back in the field then comes Cappuccino, but they jam up like uh, Moss on a fluoro coming around this top turn. Salazar sneaking runs up on the inside there. Kiki Coco going ahead of it in the centre between horses and Point the Wagon's gone down to the tail. They've left the back straight now onto the side and Minard just sneaking away. Gets the margin out to two and a half over right here right now. Coins Road third the inside past the 600. He's home is next followed by Spindle and Kiki Coco followed by Salazar improving on the inside and then Safin. Wider Bernie's Tiger Cappuccino a long way back and Point the Wagon's last as the cup field comes up towards the home turn and minted still going well out in front by two and a half lengths now three in front he's home to second with right here right now followed by coins road then saffin and kiki coco it's still minted in front they're coming he's home on the outside is trying hard he's home moved up kiki coco's flying he's home kiki coco kiki coco got up i think in the last bound from he's home flying out wide was saffin and back on the inside minted in a Great go to the cup. And Kiki Coco with a strong win in that Chinchilla Country Cup Star Eastern Downs Cup open handicap over the 1,400 metres meant that Rochelle Pereira and Chris Taylor uh, have a qualifier and has qualified in terms of the non-TAB runs, Kiki Coco. So already qualified, as is the runner-up. He's home, but a strong win for this Sepoy Mayor coming off a fourth in the Stanthorpe Cup. And that was a very strong field, as you'd expect, on the Eastern Downs with He's Home, also a provincial standard winner. And Safin, uh, which isn't a qualified runner in terms of non-TAB runs, into third place. So congratulations to uh, Rochelle and Chris there with the strong winner. It's won from 1,100 to 1,500 and it's a third win in 31 starts. So um, uh, fairly solid in the market, that particular galloper and uh, will go forward, I would imagine, to the Country Cups. The meeting also at Chinchilla featured the Critch Auto Country Stampede Qualifier Open Handicap over the 1,030. And here's an interesting runner that Pat Duff produced to qualify for the Country Stampede in Dare to Share, a winner over 800 to 1,200. Four-year-old by Dream Ahead. It's been up for a long time. It's had 17 runs since March. Uh, it was third at Dolby two starts back. 
and really was an exciting race with Emily Lang steering this galloper home along the rails, dashed home and got the win over Coat of Arms and Massini into uh, third place. Massini, of course, has been a qualif- has been a runner, I'm sure. It was in either the Stampede or the Battle of the Bush uh, in the previous year. The meeting uh, had those as the two features, but you also have to note that Leanne McCoy had a, a great double there on the day. Uh, Leanne kicked home for Jeffrey Schrader, Morali, the So You Think. And how about this for breeding? Her other winner came on a done deal galloper in Brixter for Stacey Meskin. Uh, so it was a feature day out for Leanne McCoy with other winners for Soraya Champkin on White Chocolate and uh, Emily Lang we mentioned on Dare to Share. And as well, uh, the other winner was Alicia Donald. It was Sabuli for Matt Crop on the day. So, again, uh, the feature over the whole f- few uh, meetings has been the Country Cups and Country Stampede as we look towards the final on the 3rd of December. And uh, these meetings, of course, uh, across the board featured those series races. And it also um, occurred... Over the three days, when I keep referring to the three days, remember I'm trying to cover this morning, Derby Day, Melbourne Cup Day and Champion Stakes Day, but it also featured back at Yapoon, the Yapoon Cup, and uh, we hear a very strong win to a galloper here that featured in the Country Cups, Provincial Cups up the coast earlier in the year. In Echo Point, as Tony McMahon calls Echo Point home to victory. And they're racing, got them away to a pretty good start. Coach is showing some early speed. Centaur is in a prominent position and the Longridge Cup winner Centaur has run to the early lead. Centaur leads from Echo Point, who's up running second and he's travelling beautifully to Echo Point for Whiteley in the early part of the race. Then came Coach. It's going to be followed by I Am Clever, the next horse. There's one tail right off at the tail of the field and uh, that's one of those Manzelman horses. I think it might be Ellera Walking. So they are not going very fast, where Centaur is getting a lovely run in the lead. He's not being attacked by anything, and he's travelling well. He's leading, getting up into second two. There was a Centaur on the outside was Echo Point, and Coach is making a bit of a forward run there at that stage too. He's actually gone past Echo Point when they come up towards the home turn. They're followed further back in the field by I Am Clever. The drillers in that bunch of horses too. So up along the side they go there. Sights were set on the home turn and Coach from Taroom has gone to the lead. It's Coach leaving, but I am clever is in hot pursuit. He's coming out after Coach as well as they start the swing into the straight, but Centaur, he's back in the lead again. Centaur, he's going well too. He's out by a couple of links. Here's Echo Point coming down the outside. Centaur's got a couple of links on him. He mightn't make it up. It's Centaur in front. Echo Point's trying ever so hard. Centaur's in front. Echo Point's going to make a late dive and he's got a fierce... He's got up to win. Echo Point uh, beats Centaur. Getting back into third then was, oh, I think I'll be an American caller. I'm a clever, I think got third. Coach was in that bunch of horses. Further back then was Ellera Walking, the driller. Quite a finish. Haven't had some great finishes here today, actually. That was a ripper. As Tony McMahon sums up, what a ripper of a finish there with Echo Point, who'd competed in the Rockhampton, Townsville and Mackay Cups, uh, getting the better on the line of Centaur, the Longreach Cup winner, and also a qualifier for the Country Cups. And Tony's had a big three meeting programs over the past few days uh, that we'll concentrate on this morning with Yapoon, Gladstone and um, Murrinbar. But firstly, good morning to you, Tony, and what an exciting win for Echo Point. Yeah, wonderful win, Robin. Good morning, everyone. He uh, 
he got there. Centaur, I think, is the horse to follow from that race, Rob. I had a good look at him before the race. You know him. He won the Longridge Cup, as you said. He uh, just needed that run. I think he's going to be a mighty chance in the, in the big race down there at Doombin on December 3. But full credit to uh, Echo Point. Chris White, he timed his run to perfection, and he got up on the line to win. But uh, I'll tell you what, I think Centaur's the improver from that race. Yeah, Centaur even had a, uh, a run in a sprint race at Gladstone, I notice, uh, leading into this. So he's tightening up nicely, of course, qualifying with his non-TAB runs, with all those runs under the belt. But Echo Point, uh, well, the earlier Birdsville Cup winner in the April meeting, Tony, and uh, he's bounced back from that uh, Provincial Cup uh, campaign where he was was not disgraced. And Raymond Williams and Chris Whiteley timed that run to perfection. Um, so that was a feature out of that meeting. But we also must note, young Olivia, Kendall's having a great run of success and a double on the day um, at Yapoon on uh, that Saturday of Derby Day. Got a big opinion of Olivia, um, Rob. She horses travel for her. She's just a natural where they run. Uh, I haven't seen her use the whip much, and uh, I don't think a lot of these apprentice jockeys should use the whip till they learn the basics. But she is a girl with a bright future. Uh, she won her first race at Rockhampton last Friday on um, Flappy Yearlong. Beautiful hands and heels ride. And she won a big race out at um, out at uh, Murrumbara on Saturday on Outreach Bill. Now I really like the way she rides, and I think she's going to make the grades. Yeah, Stephen Rundle Galloper six drinks in for her, and Stone the Stone Mason for uh, Rodney Hay. But uh, you had a great uh, three meeting program because uh, they all all meetings featured either the heat of the country cups or the country stampede, and that Gladstone meeting uh, for Melbourne Cup Day, um, Tony. Uh, it was interesting there because a winner out of the meeting then went on to Mirambar, and even though it's not qualified for the country stampede, was a bit of a surprise winner. But it bobbed up. You mentioned Olivia Kendall. Well, it bobbed up this outreach bell for Billy Johnson at his first start for the stable. Yeah, quite, quite a great training effort, wasn't it? Uh, it hadn't started for a little while, not a long time. Uh, it came from Rostit Stables down in Tauri in New South Wales, and I believe uh, at some stage of his career, Billy Johnson was, was involved working for Ross. Yeah, it won the class uh, BM55 over 850 metres at Gladstone on the Tuesday. And lo and behold, uh, it lobbed out at um, its home track on Saturday, just four days later, at Murrumbah, and won the big um, stampede qualifier there. So it's, it's a horse they didn't pay a lot of money for, and everyone's out of it now, and they're having a ball. And I think it's a horse of the future. It really is. It's a lovely type. And I uh, know there's going to be plenty more wins in that. And just very briefly, talking about Gladstone at that, it was an amazing effort by the club to get that meeting on. I was down there at 12 o'clock. There's no way in the world they would have raced. They just kept uh, dragging and dragging and dragging the track, bringing the water to the surface. They had four class records and one uh, one race record. Uh, you know, fantastic effort to Dennis Schultz, uh, the Wienitz and all the team, the Thompsons down there at Gladstone to get that meeting on last Tuesday. We often talk, Tony, about the young jockeys and, uh, of course, uh, Sarah Robbins is doing a great job travelling around, still with the three-kilo claim, got the win on Cubics, and Brooke Johnson also the three-kilo with Galvarino. But great to see Natalie Summers with a double on the day there with uh, Queen D for Alan Jones and also round the fire for Craig Russell. Yes, um, Natalie's had a share of uh, problems uh, with um, accidents during her career and she's uh, tenacious and a very tough uh, lady. And she's riding in great form. As you said, she won for Queen D for Alan Jones and also for uh, Round the Five for Craig Russell. There's a story too. Craig Russell, this time last year, has having multiple surgeries for a, a cancer problem. Uh, he's bounced back and trained three winners now in the last uh, 13 days, I think. So it's quite remarkable the surgeries that young man went through. You'd never think he'd uh, be around racehorses again, but Craig's done it and full credit to him. 
Tony, the feature meeting, I reckon you've been looking for this meeting, uh, looking forward to it for some time, and that was out at Murrumbarra on the weekend. And of course, already up on Facebook, you have a, a great report for the Murrumbarra Race Club. But uh, we were mentioning Outreach uh, Bell, well, the Racing Queensland Country Stampede Qualifier was the feature event, and you have horses like Fab's Cowboy, Arwanichi, and Ancient Echo, Billy Johnson, of course, with three runners. But this Outreach Bell probably surprised the crowd, and Olivia Kendall uh, continuing the association with another good win. Certainly did, uh, $7 chance. It surprised me. It uh, was up near the front all the way and uh, just was never showing any signs of stopping at all. Uh, Fab's Cowboy naturally was a sentimental favourite. He was odds on. He got a long way back and I don't think that helped him. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't anyone's fault. Just the speed was very, very intense and he got to the line okay, so he's still going well. But a great win by Outreach Bell. As you said, she's not qualified for that race. But the Johnsons have another horse qualified called Han Dynasty, who's very, very good. He's going to Roma, I believe, on Saturday week, and uh, he'll be going down to Denver for that big race, and I'll be surprised if he's not in the finish. But the yeah, terrific meeting at Nuremberg, Rob, there's 1,300 people, love going out there very briefly. The first was won by Airlifted, ridden by David Simmons. It beat our filly, who was going to Blackall on Saturday, so I'll just pronounce it for you, uh, Rob, Navare Filet. Uh, she goes pretty I'll good. get that filet bit right for you. <laughs> <laughs> OK, it's Navare Filet, it's out of a mare by... Out of a mare called Point Dancer, who was by Nevere, and Nevere is regarded as the person, the master of ballet, who's got ballet up and running, and of course, Philly, or you can call it Philly, so she's now, a Philly, a mare now, Nevere Philly. To complete the story, I know that you did not name this particular horse, Tony. Complete the story and tell us who was responsible. Well, Jean, my wife, she has comes up with some amazing names, puts in tremendous research. And that's another very good one, Nevaeh Filet. She's named some beauties over the years, and I'll give her full credit for that. I'll uh, probably yes. call you just before the jump, just for repeat <laughs> pronunciation. Nevaeh Filet uh, for Saturday Filet. at Blackall. Look out for that one. But you were saying this meeting really went off well, and uh, a big credit to the group there. But the other winners on the day, there were some interesting... And again, uh, names like Nicole Seymour cropping up with a winner for Glenda Bell and Farmer's Friend. Yeah, Nicole's a lovely young lady, and uh, she's really riding in great form now. She's putting everything together. Farmer's friend came with a swooping run down the outside, and it was just a good train by Glenda Belby to pair of Bevan Johnson's horses. Uh, the easy, one of the easiest wins you think you'd see anywhere, Rob, was in the Class B, a horse called uh, So Noble, trained by uh, Jared Wheeler and Ash Butler. They start on the day with a double. This one by 12.25 lengths. The further the race went, the further ahead it won. So there's more wins in store for So Noble. Uh, Outreach Bell, we spoke about it, winning the uh, country stampede qualifier. Trip Tonic won the uh, Murrumbah Cup, trained by, Ash, trained by uh, Jared and ridden by Ash Butler. Ash Butler started his apprenticeship, or started when racing, the Murrumbah lad, with Fran Cowan, who was the, the legendary trainer at Murrumbah. Fran's retired now, but she was out there for the occasion. She still lives in Murrumbah, and she presented Ash with the Cup. So uh, that was a lovely little tribute there, too, and a very easy win to uh, Trip Tonic, won by three and a half lengths. But it's terrific days racing, great crowd, very colourful. The race courses are presented very well. And Murrumbah, they race next, I think, on the 25th of March next year. And I noticed they had a special presenta- presentation to uh, President Mel Johnson on the day because Mel and Billy Johnson, of course, relocating to Bar Calden uh, over the Christmas period. Yes, they bought a property out there, uh, Mel and Billy, and uh, they're uh, leaving uh, Murrumbah for... Uh, uh, family circumstances, I think that's the best way to describe it, uh, but they promised they'll, uh, Mel's been the president out there for a number of years now, and the work the, the Johnsons put into racing at Mirambar is unbelievable, but I was speaking to Bill on Sunday morning, he said we'll uh, be coming back in the weeks leading up to the Mirambar meetings and doing everything required to get the uh, the race course set up, the track right, 
and they'll be supporting it very, very strong. But wonderful, wonderful family. I've only been associated with them uh, through Jean's horses for, I suppose, about the last 12 months and got to know them very well, and I can't speak it, uh, too highly of them. Yeah, they've done a fantastic job there and really rejuvenated moving the club forward as well. And I know they'll go back and support all of the clubs that they attend uh, throughout the, the Central West and the Leichhardt and Northwest area, I'm sure, from that base in Barcaldon. And uh, we look forward to that next year. Tony, where do you uh, where do you head off to next after such a fine run of three meetings? <laughs> Semi-retirement till the 17th of December. Then we go down to Ferguson Park at Gladstone for its... Uh, uh, for its Christmas meeting, Rob. So a few weeks break, but plenty of stories in the meantime. Of course, and uh, look out for those on the uh, the Facebook site. You do a wonderful job, as we say uh, regularly here on Bushbeat, with that coverage of all the country and uh, provincial racing. And I'm sure you, like I, will be following with interest all of these country stampede and country cup qualifiers. A uh, big thank uh, you again to well, coming on this morning on Bushbeat. No worries. If I can just quickly plug general big TAB meeting there on Saturday. The track looks absolutely magic. We'll look forward to that as well. And uh, Tony McMahon here this morning uh, with us. And the uh, results with the cup races, the country cups continued on the weekend. Of course, we head up to the far north of the state to Cooktown. And the uh, Cooktown Cups was also a country cups challenge qualifier with a big win for Ricky Ludwig and one of three for Frank, Frank Edwards on Lord of Light. They come thundering down the hill toward the 600 metre mark. And it's Whitterick in front for Rachel Shred, led by about a length. Lord of Light runs second. Here comes the driller and also coming around them. Let's talk a deal. The stable mates go together. They were followed by Data Favour and Sizzling Sun's had enough already and dropped out of it. 300 to go just before the home corner. And the leader here on the inside still is Witterick on the outside. Lord of Light comes up and looms large. They were followed then by the driller. And then came Data Favour starting to run on, eating the front Lord of Light in the Cooktown Cup. Lord of Light got to the lead. Lord of Light goes on three for Frankie Edwards and Lord of Light wins the cup. Second was Wittering who clung on desperately to second. Third's tight. Maybe data favour just ahead of Let's Talk a Deal. Then came the driller. And a long last in the Cooktown Cup for 22 was Sizzling Sun. Yeah, Bluey Forsyth summed it up there with an exciting call as always with Lord of Light, Ricky Ludwig, Frank Edwards getting this win over Witterick and Day to Favour in third place and a couple of runners behind that in Let's Talk a Deal that's also uh, one of the ones in t contention for the uh, the Country Cups as well, getting those non-tab runs uh, under the belt. But Frankie Edwards in fine form up there at Cooktown on the weekend with the uh, three winners and this Lord of Light by Spill the Beans, this stallion doing a great job. Six wins now from 17, and it's one from 12.50 to 2,000. So it's no drama about it getting the uh, 1,600 metres in the final uh, should Ricky Ludwig head that way. But Frankie Edwards uh, had the other two winners that he had on the day. Firstly, with John Mansell with Devil, the Nakoni five-year-olds had two wins and a placing from its last five. And uh, it got up over the Jenny Ball train, Kid Mac with John's other runner, Mandara, into third place. Frank uh, had his middle leg of his treble with Tempo for Terry McGovern, the Prezier six-year-old gelding in the benchmark 65. And John Manzeman's second leg of his double came from with Mashani rebound, a doomsday that's had two wins and a third its last four over the stable mate St. Moritz. Of course, Bonnie Thompson kicking. Gee, Bonnie's, Bonnie's got a great record with the Manzeman stable and um, continually gets those winners and has another one, Mashani rebound. And the other couple of winners out of that meeting, Rackatoon for Athel Ryan and Lacey Morrison, 
Hamilton and as well Toff Rocks for Alan Patterson and Kerry Rocket. But uh, all interest in Lord of Light, should it be coming down to the Country Cups final, it's certainly going to be one of those that is a worthy contender for those final. And talking about the Country Cups and the Country Stampede, those results continue this weekend um, for the Country Stampede at Blackall and also at Home Hill. And then the final week of round of uh, Country Stampede comes at Atherton on the 19th and Roma on the 19th, and uh, as well for the Country Cups. Mount Perry has a, ca- a Country Cup on this Saturday, and Roma, the final qualifier. And, of course, nominations, you must nominate. It's not an automatic clause or anything. You must nominate, and that closes on Monday the 21st for both the Stampede and the Cup with acceptances on the 23rd. Well, continuing with Country Stampede news, and when you go back to Melbourne Cup Day at Bundaberg, well, here's the winner from last year, VJ Day. Now, VJ Day, as we know, has won from 1,000 to 1,350. And uh, interestingly, still has a uh, non-tab run to com- to be qualified. So Pat Webster will place this galloper to perfection, I'm sure, and possibly head to Roma. But it was a strong winner at uh, Bundaberg on Melbourne Cup Day over New Alliance and Bungarabee Lad. And, of course, was second in the Battle of the Bush as well as winning the Stampede in 2021, this war front. What a record this horse has. 15 wins and 16 minor placings from 47. So the uh, the benchmark is back in the terms of if he heads that way, Pat Webster and completes another non-tab run. VJ Day will be there to defend his title. Bundaberg wouldn't be a track without Daryl Gardner, home base, getting a double on the day. He got it with a Thelda, a three-year-old by El Nino that I saw a good winner by an El Nino galloper out at Winton on the weekend as well. And Balut, uh, Shania Willis tra- uh, riding this one for Daryl. Kelly Gates, his first winner. Another winner for Daryl in the Class B. With the other winners on the day, Pat Richardson getting Cadawan up and Barry Gill getting the cutest money with nine cigars. Bar Calden also featured a uh, country stampede uh, qualifier and this was an exciting race with a high quality field when you've got horses like Nick the Skip, the Cruiser, Tycoon, Zip, Star of O'Reilly, etc. But Halcyon House for Mark Oates and Anna Bacos combined with a brilliant win. Anna did a, a great job riding this horse from barrier eight, got it across to the uh, rails and found the rail run in the straight, patient ride, drove it through and was going away to win by a length and a quarter over Nick the Skip that we'll hear went on to a further win over the uh, three-day uh, race period with the cruiser for Frankie Stockdale into third place. So Halcyon House is a definite qualifier. Uh, he... Uh, goes forward from that particular stampede um, qualification run as is Nick the, Squ- Nick the Skip also qualified with his non-TAB runs. A couple of interesting things coming out of this meeting Monique Gavin out of Cunnamulla trained her first winner on the day and um, that winner came with the Sabbath in the cutest maiden over 1300 so congratulations Monique. Tessa Townsend rode this uh, this uh, gelding very very well she looked to hit a flat spot about 200 out but then the Sabbath got going and Tessa drove it through the line and a strong winner over two shades and Tuscan Bell and talking about young people getting winners Eliza Callaghan of course granddaughter of uh, Boy Forster uh, had a winner with uh, New York World first start for the stable and Eliza of course was strapping on the day and New York World was an impressive winner over Kelmar and Rogue Star 
Uh, Emma, Emma Bell and Rod Little had the double on the day as the other feature, Helmet Head and Boston Bell, and Boston Bell also incorporated uh, two relatively new owners in Mel Ramsey and, um, and uh, Mandy Egan from Longreach. So they had a great day out. And the track specialist, well, I call it that, Grand Palazzo, it really likes racing at uh, Barcald and came back into form with the win of the day in terms of margin for Tony Schofield and Jason Misson over the landing and a vision. And uh, Patrick O'Toole and Robbie Farr. Robbie Farr's a jockey in great form in the Central West. Had a winner with really, really good, as well as Raymond Fraser and Cheryl Rogers with King Coney. But... Um, Halcyon House, if you're looking for that winner out of the Central West as a country stampede qualifier, look no further than Halcyon House moving on towards the final. It continued up at Home Hill uh, on uh, Derby Day with a Country Cups qualifier with Bold Kingston, Georgie Holt and Nathan Day getting the result there with Bold Kingston. And Bold Kingston is also fully qualified um, for the final, a strong winner over Let's Talk a Deal and Vista Oriental, two from three at the track. So the Your Song gelding really enjoyed the surface there in the day. And the day featured Nathan Day getting a treble, kicked off with Ben Williams with Travers, uh, then went to the win with Norwegian Wood with Chris Parry, another one of the Your Song breed getting the win there. And then Nathan had that win with Bold Kingston, in the uh, Home Hill Cup. Of course, these country cups often feature as the hometown cup um, win. And the other winners on the day there were Fess Up for a Jeffrey Court and also Undoubted for Pietro Romeo and uh, Jeffrey Court. The double there, of course, for Jeff Court. Fess Up and Undoubted. So congratulations, Georgie Holt, a stable that's in uh, fine form, having a bold Kingston now qualified for the country cup. Um, then we look at other race meetings. I'll go to the northwest, uh, Andrew, here and just concentrate on the three meetings across the uh, the days there. Uh, firstly, go to Cloncurry on Derby Day. Now, this was a huge meeting up there, and, of course, they featured their big fashions. I think it was $10,000 prize money with Derby Day fashions and a great crowd in attendance. And as you would expect, you'd see Dan Ballard's name up in lights up there in the northwest treble on the day for Dan and they were in successive races firstly Count Michelin for Kerry Crow the counter-attack four-year-old gelding who wins in a second its last five defeating last start winner La Weasel and Dream Halo into third uh, and then for uh, Bob Burrow he, ro he rode Dunners the Love Conquers All second up to a victory over a first up runner in Tower Road that's uh, impressed with its first up run and Wild Express and in the following race with Mum Denise, Teddy Mercury, the six-year-old gelding by Toronado, had uh, two wins from four at the track, defeated Favre and Louis the Legend. But Bob Burrow has a very impressive galloper in the Brotherhood, and he's two from two uh, here at Concurry after a Birdsville uh, campaign and win. The Spirit of Boom, really good form now with five wins from 38, defeating the Mark Oates train Portobell. And Sir Eagle, so um, Bob Burrow getting the double, Dan Ballard got the double, uh, the treble, and of course Jason Hoopert in riding that winner for uh, Bob Burrow. No, not sorry for Bob Burrow. He had a double on the day. That was for Jay Morris in Southwest and uh, Mediorano for Sean Roy's. Uh, great results up there, and the meetings in that area featured not only Cloncurry but uh, Mount Isa on Melbourne Cup Day. 
where, of course, Tanya Barry, with such a strong team, had the whole field in the Class B. She kicked it off with the uh, the four-horse field, stretching, defeating Art Thief and Riverside Blues. Then it was Denise Ballard's turn. Dukes County getting up over Vigorous Flow, and that one ridden by Dan Ballard. The first winner for Tanya was Amy Graham, the three-kilo claimer. Brooke Richardson got a win with Melissa Beery, the specific journey horse over, moved by, and Taboo. And then Dan and Denise Ballard again combined with Latin Days. Two wins, three placings. It's last five, the Poet's Voice. Defeated All About Me for Jay Morris and Scarpa. Tanya Parry came back with the uh, Quinella with Rusty Rose, defeating Miss Bouchard in the uh, fifth race on the program. And the final event was Crystal Helmet for Bob Burrow and Dan Ballard. So again, Dan Ballard uh, getting the treble on the day up there at Mount Isa on uh, Melbourne Cup Day. Crystal Helmet getting up over a million dreams and a rock star uh, dreams. And to, to wrap up the Northwest, there was the only racing on um, the Saturday following Melbourne Cup Day at Winton, the North Gregory Turf Cup. Now, Robbie Farr, I mentioned earlier, a jockey in form, a, a treble on the day, and they also were in six successive races, and they combined with David Rewald. They kicked off with a benchmark 55 win, the cutest money going to Lazelle, who's um, two from two at the track, three wins from four starts for the stable. And Dave's doing a great job getting these cutest winners up because he's now uh, got two cutest wins again with Lazelle. Purple Trumpet into second, Flash Fibby in third. Robbie Farr and David Rewall combined with Wiki and an all-the-way win over Disco Beats and Highland Eagle. Follow Disco Beats out of it with three wide the whole way and was game in defeat. And then Matagorda got win number one at start number 21 for David and Robbie defeating Nanabax and Street Cause. So... They had a great day out there, and we mentioned Jason Hooper at that uh, previous meetings in the Northwest. Well, he kicked off the meeting with Music Award for Boy Forster, and the Seamus Award defeated Zillator and Zukaz. And to wrap up the meeting, Emma Bell and Rod Little, who had that double at Bar Calden, Helmet Head backed up from that meeting with a strong win in the benchmark 60 over 1,400, defeating Mopar and Bottom Line. And this horse, as Emma reported after the race, probably really is a Cups horse to look forward to um, <clears throat> next year, really going places and enjoying those 1,400, 1,600-metre type races. The other Saturday meeting uh, that was way back on uh, Derby Day uh, was at Dolby where Alicia Donald scored the double and scored it on a couple of uh, promising horses, one on a Gazman for William Pugsley, the DEFCON, three wins, two seconds, its last five. It's had three from ten, this Galloper. Defeated Spirit of Luck. And uh, a Raciana. And Voiceman was her second winner, this time for Stephen Thomas, the uh, Denman. This one's had plenty of starts. 13 wins from 82 over right here, right now. And Crack of Doom into third place in that particular race. Um, so they two strong wins for Alicia Donald. Had a good series over the three days that we're reporting on. As did Sarah Robbins. She combined again with Matt Crop on Blue Corner. Steph Lacey had a win for Rex Lip and Nicholas Hahn on Toba. Dark Origins for Naomi Hanning, Hemmings and uh, Wanderson de Villa. And then uh, Astrophysics won for Stephanie Sixtus and Soraya Camp Champkin. And it's great to see those names continually bobbing up over the, uh, the three-day period, <coughs> showing these jockeys and horses that are in really um, good form. The... Uh, 
provincial meetings and other country meetings that occur during that time. Uh, Mackay on the uh, Melbourne Cup Day and the country meeting there. Doubles to Jay Doolan and John Manselman with uh, the Driller. And let's talk a deal. Jared Wheelow and Ash Butler. We heard Tony McMahon mention Mirambar double. They had one at Mackay, unassailable. And Xanthos also being a winner on the day. And uh, that double was also for Shariah Champkin at Toowoomba. And Isabella Tay and Frankie Edwards at Townsville had the, um, the double there as well. With the uh, provincial wins over that period, back on the, uh, on the Saturday just gone, treble to Mark Curry on the Friday. The Breeders' Plate. Shemetti, uh, Bubba Tilly and Graham Green getting another good win there in the two-year-olds. Of course, are better than ready. And I'm Pinker for Justin Stanley and Clinton Taylor. And on the Sunday, a double to Stephen Messingham at Cairns at uh, Bow Desert. Doubles to Ryan Wiggins and Paul Hammersley at Toowoomba on the 29th. Four winners from eight runners to Lindsay Hatch. Magnificent achievement. And at Rocky on the 27th to 10th, treble to Ryan Wiggins. Doubles to Jason uh, Taylor, Jared Wheelow and John Wigington. And as you tend to do at this time of the year, Andrew, I tend to lose um, track of the dates where we are up to when you go through with uh, Melbourne Cup. But this weekend, of course, um, <clears throat> we have got uh, racing today at Townsville and another two-year-old race featuring there. Warwick on Friday. We've also got coming up on Saturday the Emerald TAB meeting. Uh, nominations already closed there and are out. And uh, following on from that, we've got the Blackhall Country Stampede Qualifier, the Herbert River uh, Qualifier, the Julia Creek Cup Race Day, Mount Perry uh, celebrating 150 years of racing. So great racing coming up again. And as it always is, uh, Andrew and listeners, it's like getting in the barriers and it's a race to the finish to cover all three race meetings over that period. So I apologise if we've left out a bit of detail this morning, but great to have had Tony McMahon on this morning. Just email me if you've got any stories coming out of this week, barkersnews at optusnet.com.au. And we'll be back um, next Tuesday uh, to get more of the detail coming out of the Country Cups and Country Stampede results.